views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to Angel Healing House Radio. My name is Claire Candy Hoff. Through my business, Angel Healing House, which can be found at angelhealinghouse.com. I'm a writer and an author, an international radio host, a Reiki master teacher, and an angel practitioner. My inspirational books entitled Angels of Faith and One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness and my autobiography, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, are based on my recollections of our life in spirit, and they help us to remember our divine, eternal natures. Through Angel Healing House, I help people to let go of sadness, anger, bitterness, resentment, and regret that has kept them locked in the prison of the past, and I help them to let go of worry, stress, and control which has kept them focused on an imagined future. And once they are no longer living in the past or the future, they can start to live in the present moment, which is the only place that they can experience synchronicities, miracles, and magic. As an angel practitioner, I help people to see their lives from a higher perspective with the help of an extraordinary group of angels who call themselves the Posse of Angels. Just like my angelic family, the Posse of Angels, I'm very excited to take some of your calls for that free angel advice. You can call into the show on 1-800-930-2819. But before we get to those callers, welcome everyone to Angel Healing House Radio. The Posse of Angels are starting today's show straight off, and they wish to start the program by asking a very strange question. They're asking, so, who is haunting you? And they're saying that the majority of people would say no one. And this might be true on a conscious level. You know, when it comes to relationships with ex-romantic and business partners, our mothers, our fathers, siblings, our children. Many of us have physically moved away and may rarely if ever speak to any of these people as we have very little contact. Everything may appear to be fine on the surface of our lives, but just like a little water bug who chooses to skim along the water, never going any deeper than surface level for fear that he will drown. Many people do live their lives, never realizing that what lies unresolved underneath the surface is actually stopping the fulfillment of their wishes and their dreams coming true, no matter how diligently they are following the laws of attraction. 
if there are any unresolved feelings of negativity towards anyone, then they will take, and then they will be like the ghosts of holidays past that will haunt us and unknowingly steal our energy. In fact, if there's any triggering of any sadness, anger, bitterness, regret, judgment, maybe unforgiveness and blame, the very popular one is feeling like a victim and makes all of these things that make us reactive in any way because of another person, then we are allowing them to still affect our lives on some level energetically. Now, the Posse of Angels is reminding us that this unresolved negativity is so veiled and it's buried so deep in the past that we have no idea that its haunting energies are actually stopping us from manifesting what we desire. In addition, what may trigger us being reactive may have nothing to do with what is happening in the present moment, but it is a symptom of an unresolved relationship issue that has not been brought into divine alignment of unconditional love and forgiveness for another. Now, take for instance, uh, the 30-something lawyer who came to see me because he needed some guidance and clarity on his job. He loved being a lawyer. He loved being part of a law firm but he said he really, really needed to make more money and wanted some inspiration. He wanted some messages to see if, uh, if he should go out into private practice to increase his income. And as they do with every one of my clients, the Posse of Angels started with taking him back over his life to highlight the people, the choices, and decisions that contributed to where he currently found himself along his journey of life. What became blatantly obvious was that each relationship that this man had had seen him settling and compromising his life and his desires to make things right for other people. By not speaking up for himself and expressing what his true wishes were, he constantly found that he was giving his power away to others. He then opened up that what was most troubling for him was that his wife told him that he was not a good provider, was not providing enough money for her or their son. Her comments were very hurtful and her constant harping about him being a poor provider absolutely emasculated him. When I asked him about his income, he said it was more than adequate if his wife, who had a penchant for buying designer clothes and designer things, if his wife just stopped overspending. Now, the rest of the session was spent in clearing and cleansing his old patterns that he thought that he was allowed. Um, and one of those old patterns was that he did not believe that he was allowed to communicate his needs and desires. Now, funny that he had no problem communicating as a lawyer on behalf of other people. 
but he felt strangled when it came to his own needs. Now, after exercises around forgiveness, and these were mainly for himself, and the acknowledgement and the higher reasons that he wrote certain souls into his contract of his life, this client then felt like a huge weight lifted from his shoulders. Also, he, uh, he felt worthy and then deserving to voice that the treatment of his wife was actually killing his spirit and affecting his ability to work. He also was now strong enough to say that he did not want to put more pressure on himself by going out into private practice and going it alone. Armed with a clear slate of addressing his own ghosts from the past, trying to make it right for everyone else and not making himself a priority, he, he said for the first time he felt his spirit soar. The next day he called and told me that he had the first honest conversation with his wife about her hurtful, emasculating comments and him not providing enough when it was her overspending that was causing his salary to be not sufficient. He said that the level of honesty and true caring love that happened as a result of our session together was miraculous. This client was so thrilled with his session that in order to build on his new relationship, he then gifted a session to his wife. And when I asked her why she came, she told me that she wished to address the degrading and humiliating way that she spoke to her husband. But during the overview of her life, what surprised us and came out was that her father had been, who had passed away, had been an alcoholic. He had been abusive. And in her words, she called him a deadbeat dad as he never worked, which caused her family such financial heartache. Now, internalizing this kind of male figure, the way she shielded her beautiful heart was to become harsh, sarcastic, reactive, and triggered by years of shame and hurt. With her father not paying attention to her, she craved the attention of men and sought after their uh, often obsessive behavior, which didn't uh, make her husband happy. Now, fast forward to their marriage, and since she was still harboring so much pain and hurt and anger towards her most important male figure, her father, she continually lashed out at her husband and criticized him for not providing enough money. For this to be even greater self-fulfilling prophecy that her husband was not a good provider, her obsessive choice to overspend made sure that her program beliefs were correct. Now the posse of angels and I then took her through an acknowledgement process, acknowledging, thanking, and blessing, releasing her father, and bringing her relationship with her father back into the light of God. The weight and heaviness drained away from her face and her body, revealing a soft, sweet, gentle, unconditionally loving countenance, a grace 
that had been hidden for a very long time. This grace was hidden behind her unconsciously, holding on to all the pain and all the darkness from the perpetuation of hatred she had for her, in her words, her deadbeat dad. Now, renewed with hope and faith in herself again, she was excited to put her new approach to life into action. And she followed the signs that the angels would send her again to fulfill her dreams. Now, the posse of angels said that they tried. They really tried to send her signs on how to fulfill her dreams. But because she had been so bitter and so resentful, it kept her locked in the past and very much unable to follow the signs that they were showing her, which were only available to her in the nanosecond of the now, as I call it, or the present moment. If you are still being triggered and reactive to anything, it just means that there are still unresolved issues within that need to be brought back to forgiveness and unconditional love in order to live a life of peace, forgiveness, ease, and grace. Now, another client booked a session and she needed direction to know how to proceed with her life. The opportunities and the connections that had previously been so free-flowing and abundant in her life, they'd all dried up and she was encountering lots of obstacles and blocks in making forward movement. Now, the posse of angels showed me the Eiffel Tower, and this was a very funny vision as they showed me wearing berets and eating baguettes. (laughs) Sometimes their visions can be very comical. I asked the client, why the heck were they showing me references to Paris? She said that it was confirmation as she'd been receiving many signs pointing to France. She was living in the States and she had just recently received a job offer that was in Paris. I asked her if she was given these signs and she was getting goosebumps and she felt uh, she felt like making movement to it, why she was stopping herself from moving to France. It was at this point that she broke down crying and she she admitted that she had been having an affair with a married man for many years who was in her employer and he had promised her that he would divorce his wife and marry her. You know, I explained that the posse of angels, they were lovingly yet firmly sharing that until she brought this deceitful, deceptive, dishonoring relationship into alignment with her divine eternal nature. Her energies would be haunted and she would not be free in her heart to step forward into the life of her dreams. After doing many exercises on forgiveness and cutting the cords with this very karmic relationship, which came back yet again in her life to teach her the importance of the energy of being truthful and, uh, and being in touch with um, what her heart was truly telling her. 
My client then felt much lighter and she was free to go in the direction of her heart, unencumbered by waiting for her lover to leave his wife, which the posse of angels said he was just using her and he never really intended to do. And with so many people getting together with families over these holidays and with so many still harboring ghosts of unresolved feelings when it comes particularly to our biological families. Well, the Posse of Angels is saying that even before we step step one foot on a boat, on a plane, in a car, or even stepping onto a footpath to walk over to a holiday get-together with our families, it would be a very good idea to start channeling positive energies to the event even before we go. Now, the first thing to remember is that we all wrote contracts with everyone who appears in our lives. For some of these souls, they're not there by happen chance. They didn't randomly just appear. They're there because we wrote them into our contracts. Um, yet for some of these souls, we, cho- we choose them to be supportive and loving and kind and encouraging. Yet, you know, for other souls, we choose for them to be negative and hateful and deceitful towards us. And although it may surprise you, these souls were just as kind and helpful as the seemingly supportive souls. Right? For, by providing us with contrast, it pushed our buttons and it affected us so deeply that we made forward movement in our lives. And sometimes we rebelled against the contrast and it made our soul grow. In addition, those that presented us with contrasting characteristics gave us an enormous opportunity to practice things like tolerance, patience, unconditional love, and of course, forgiveness. Before getting together with family, the Posse of Angels are suggesting that we take time to sit in quiet reflection and bless and thank each family member acknowledging that we did write them into our contract. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. By accepting this responsibility for them being in our lives, then there's no blame and we no longer feel like we're a victim. Then they suggest to surround them with green healing light and also the pink light of unconditional love. By doing so, they will not only feel on some level that their energies are being fortified and lifted, but you will be boosting your energies as well. Instead of feeding negative energies of dread that you have to see family members yet again over the holidays. So you can put your emphasis on uh, lovely energies and boosting yourself instead of draining yourself before seeing uh, family members. Close your eyes, center on your heart, take a couple of deep breaths. And you can actually visualize all family members getting along. 
you can visualize people being kind and gentle and loving. See the mood of a get-together through the eyes and feelings of compassion and a general respect for each other's thoughts and opinions. And this is easier said than done because we do this no matter how diverse their opinions are from ours. The Posse of Angels are suggesting that we feel the love that we have for each other coming directly from our divine, eternal natures. And the Posse of Angels knows that this might be very difficult to see past what a person has done or what they said. But rise above these things and know that what a person said or what they've done was because that person was hurting so much inside and they don't need uh, to be lambasted by the, us and they don't need our negative energies. What they do need is healing and comfort by opening up your heart in this beautiful way and sending these loving, compassionate energies ahead of any kind of get-together or family event, you just might be very, very surprised how the mood of the get-together may change dramatically and be so much more enjoyable than in past years. Uh, This uh, takes me back to a memory when Pete and I uh, lived in Australia and we were going to go overseas and we were going to get together with a family family reunion. And uh, I was thinking, Uh, This was in in 2004. I was thinking about uh, going to see a particular family member and I was dreading it. And he said, well, before we go, let's imagine that this person is kind and loving and uh, and welcoming. And so we sat together and we sent the energies of compassion and love to this person. Well, I can tell you listeners that when I turned up, it was a different person. It was a different person. Uh, the, uh, the compassionate, sweet, kind, gentle, welcoming, and uh, the visit was extraordinary. Extraordinary on a completely different energetic level. So thank you, Pete, for reminding me of that. So everyone do remember that what may be seemingly causing conflicts and unrest in your life stopping you from living a life of grace and peace and joy and ease. It will, it may be something completely different from what you're experiencing in the present moment. And it just might be unresolved issues and ghosts haunting you from the past by bringing it into the light of day, by acknowledging it, you wrote that person into your contract, by blessing them for showing you a contrast and uh, helping you practice tolerance, patience, acceptance, and forgiveness by releasing them and blessing them on their journey. Whatever choices and decisions that they make, we're no longer affected by the self-perpetuated illusions of unresolved negativity. And do remember, if we choose to, to rise above our humanness, And we see a person from an angel's higher perspective. Then we will not take anything personally. 
and we will be able to see them through the eyes of God. And when I decided to go to my animal cards, as I normally do, to get more messages, who should come prancing in but reindeer? Okay, I only said reindeer because of the holiday, but it was deer. <laughs> deer is a wonderful, wonderful sign for all of us to help us radiate our inner beauty of grace and tranquility and calm. Deer reminds us to be tender. Deer reminds us to be compassionate and kind, not only with others, but very much so with ourselves. At this time of the year, many things increase, whether we choose to celebrate a holiday or not. Increased lines at the malls, increased lines at the supermarkets, increased traffic, increased crowds, adding to increased levels of frustration. You know, deer is reminding us to be gentle and loving, especially in difficult situations. So whether you are braving shopping malls, holiday traffic, or braving a holiday reunion with your family, the deer energy will help you to be determined to create peace and serenity no matter where you find yourself. Deer also is a reminder to engage with the inner child within all of you, all of us, and to allow a sense of wonder, enchantment, and innocence to fuel the occurrence of more magic and synchronicities happening in our lives. With the ability to grow back their horns, deer may be telling us that it is in a state of grace that we will bring about a regeneration and a renewal in our lives. So thank you. I'm not sure if it's Dasher or Dancer, Prancer or Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner or Blitzen, but thank you, dear. Off you go. You have been listening to me, Claire Candy Hoff, on Transformation Talk Radio. Remember that Angel Healing House Radio airs every week at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on Transformation Talk Radio. We are going to be taking a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be taking some of your calls for those free angel readings. With myself and my wonderful angelic family, the Posse of Angels, you can call in on 1-800-930-2819, and we'll see you after this quick break. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. Take your own journey with the angels with Claire Candy Huff's Heaven Sent Guided Angel Meditation CD. Letting go of concerns and living in the now. 
this beautiful CD walks listeners through practical exercises to help free them from the burdens, worries, and concerns of daily life. Walking a quarter of the way across the bridge, you see a bright emerald green light and sense a loving presence. This is Archangel Raphael's green healing energies, nourishing and revitalizing you. Take a moment now to bathe in this green healing light. Giving you much more than just relaxation and stress release, this wonderfully narrated CD provides vivid visualization, soothing and inspiring music, and an angel's choir that will bring you peace, clarity, and a newfound awareness. Visit angelhealinghouse.com today. Hello, everyone. You're back with me, Claire Candy Hoff on Angel Healing House Radio. Before we get to our callers, just a reminder that if you're looking for spiritually enlightened and uplifting holiday gifts, uh, you can't uh, look no further than my beautiful, beautifully divinely inspired books, Angels of Faith, opening people's hearts to the fact that we do not die and that we are divine and eternal. This book is based on my two near-death experiences and the journey that the angels took me on. Uh, And so it's a firsthand experience of seeing life from the other side, written in the form of a children's book that helps uh, people who who are young and also those that are young of heart. So next one. Uh, is One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness. It's about my most important past lives and what I did between those lives in heaven. And then the sequel to it, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, the autobiography of me, Angel Ariel, and my extraordinary walk-in experience in January 11th of 2003 and how I created heaven on earth for myself, my beautiful twin flame, Pete, my lovely husband, and also create, helped others to create heaven on earth. You can get these books on my website, which is angelhealinghouse.com, or they are also on Amazon. And just a reminder that I Am an Angelic Walk-In is also available on audible.com as an audio book. Let's go to our callers. Uh, our first caller, we have Charlene in Canada. Hi, Charlene. How are you? I'm doing great, Claire. How are you? Lovely to hear your voice. Uh, are you? Oh, thank you. Are you calm during the holidays, or uh, or are you frantic? I'm trying to remain neutral. <laughs> I'm in. I'm working in a very high volume uh, industry, mm-hmm. and I'm also working in security. So um, we see thousands of people a day, so I'm around a lot of energy. So Mm -hmm. I balance my life by being, I love home. So um, I'm an introvert and an extrovert. (laughs) (laughs) I just balance myself that way. There's a lot of, there's a lot of balancing going on there. Um, Do you, do you, do you take time to sage and clear your energies on a, and if not a daily, a weekly basis? Yeah, I do a lot of meditation, and I also do Epsom salts, baths. I oh, have good. sage. Yeah, all the, all the good stuff. 
<laughs> I'm so I'm I'm very very uh, happy for you because you know a, a lot of times we don't we don't really uh, you know are, are not um, uh, cognizant of the amount of energies that we indirectly take on and those saging things um, Epsom salt baths listening uh, sound healing listening to music. Um, chants, things like this that help us to clear our vibrational field. So did you have a question today, Charlene? Yes, I did. Um, I recently, my brother crossed over October 2nd. Oh, God and, bless him. Um, thank you. Um, he, uh, he had, uh, he had, um, uh, he had suicidal thoughts at the time and I did try to help him through um, I don't have any uh, remorse or any, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not carrying anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I just feel him around me. Like, yes. trying to let me know that he's at peace. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, in most cases, with um, somebody taking their life, people will have feelings of guilt. I have none of that because Mm -hmm. he knew I loved him and I spent plenty of time conversing with him. So um, I'm just wondering if he has a message for me at all. Okay. Because I know that that I feel that that his message is is like to move forward, which I have. Mm -hmm. Okay. But... um, Um. And I feel a message of love because I keep, um, whenever I capture, I take a lot of photography mm-hmm. and uh, I keep capturing, capturing orbs of uh, bright green orbs. Mm, which is the healing. Love. Yeah, which yeah. is the, the, the green colors of healing. The first thing that the Posse yeah. of Angels showed me is that the messages are not as strong as you would like them to be because uh, he is going, he, 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 he did not go through his transition level yet, which means meeting with uh, loved ones on the other side, uh, you know, going through a holographic flip screen of his life and meeting with the etheric council because he, he for the most part is in spirit hospital. And okay. and, it, and it's individualized how long uh, a person who suicides st- or traumatized in life will stay there. For instance, in my book, uh, I'm an angelic walk-in, uh, the former soul that was in this body was so traumatized, she was in spirit hospital for 10 earth years, 10 okay. earth years before she came out. Um, so this may not apply to your brother, but it's uh, he needs to be there in order for them to warm and cocoon and be sung to with the angelic uh, language of light in order for it to build up his energies, for him to be strong enough to go through that transition l- level and to see what he did 
and to face that and to speak about it with the etheric council because everyone must own up to and take accountability and responsibility once they once they go through that level um and he's not strong enough to do that yet so he uh the posse of angels are saying that uh that once he does this then the messages are going to come in very strongly but and i'm just getting shivers all over but now uh the, but now they may be very faint to none um and it may be disappointing for somebody someone like us who who are clear and receptive and intuitive and you know it's like okay we're ready to receive their messages and crickets you know uh we we get very little and it's because he is being warm, warmed and cocooned until that time that he's strong enough to come out um uh, it's interesting, you know, those messages that come from those who have departed um, are pretty much the same. They want us to know that, you know, whatever emotional or physical um, ailments, uh, illnesses they had when they were here, uh, they get, uh, it, although they, they're no longer experiencing that, they experience the energy, the residual energy from that because everything is energy and the energy crosses over with us. Um, and the, they also want us to know that uh, they're, that they're not dead, <laughs> you know. And by the way, I'm not dead. I just don't have a, a physical body, which you know. So um, get the, the positive angels are saying, give it time. Give it time. They yeah, feel, yeah. He experienced Go on. it was like a short circuit in his brain. Mm -hmm. It was a short circuit, something short-circuited. Yes. And, and, they, and I knew yeah. that, and, and I did call upon the angels to help. Yeah. Um, but um, it was out of my hands at that time, and I knew that. Yeah. I had it, was also out of, it, was, it was also out of their hands because of his free will. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's draw some cards. Yeah. Draw some cards around this and see what happens. No, he's in a much better place. I mean, you know, sort of uh, the angst oh, and the uh, the the emotional wearing that it takes in order for somebody to do that. Uh, it it it's un it's not it's indescribable. I mean, you know, to get to that level of taking their life. So um, let's yeah. go to cards and see what comes out for our lovely Charlene. Um, the first card is the, is the love, is the love running over, which is the Ace of Cups. Um, they're saying that, uh, that this kind of relationship that you have with your brother, um, it's going to get stronger actually when he does come out of Spirit Hospital and, uh, he is going to be one of the guardians at your gate. I don't know if you've heard that expression before, but the guardians yeah. at our the guardians at our gate are the primary guardian angels that guide, protect, and uh, and lead us and send us signs. So, be prepared for him to be knocking at your door, if not continually, but being very prominent. Um, in sending you signs. So that's a beautiful, beautiful card there. Uh, the next card that is coming out for you is the strength card. Uh, whenever anyone passes, even though it's, uh, we may be as enlightened as we possibly can be. Um, and we know that they're, they're not dead and they, you know, they live on. Um, it does take an enormous amount of strength when somebody does cross over to, uh, you know, to not let it destroy um, our hearts with 
you know, that heavy, heavy grief. And they're saying for you uh, to be particularly nurturing and nourishing for yourself. Um, do things that really, really, really are gentle and sweet to your soul um, at this at this time. Uh, did you used to celebrate the holidays with your brother? Actually, no. Um, he was very uh, distanced from the family. He mm-hmm. had um, psychological issues mm-hmm. and for a lot of years, and it was his choice. Mm-hmm. by choice but in the later years he we came to become closer because mm-hmm. i understood i understood depression and i understood him oh. so i there was no judgment mm-hmm. there was no judgment on my part so right. i love them very much isn't that wonderful? Well, they, they're also saying, um, if you could keep it uppermost in your mind and in, include him in your holiday uh, preparations, in your celebrations this time of year, mm-hmm. um, in, include him in the things that you're doing energetically, and that'll help you okay. to keep that to help you to keep that bond between you. Um, and yeah. uh, the next the next card that's coming out for you is the world card. Um, this is a karmic completion in many ways, um, uh, but they also want you to know it's a new beginning with him being very prominent on the other side and the guardian at your gate. So I hope that's been helpful for you, Charlene. It surely has. It has, Claire, and bless you. Thank you so much. You're so very welcome. Have a delicious holiday season. Just be blessed and good health, peace, abundance, lots of laughter, fun, and joy. Uh, Thank you so much for calling in. And I look forward to hearing from you again in the new year. Take care. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Isn't that lovely? Lovely. And her, her brother is going to become even stronger in her life from the other side. Let's go to Stephanie. Stephanie's in New York. Stephanie, hello. How are you doing? Hello, Stephanie. Are you there? Yes. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to you. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? Um, Well, I've had trouble sleeping. For mm-hmm. a couple of weeks, which is really strange, where I'm up like all night, and mm. um, I had something happen a couple of weeks ago, so I'm not really sure if that's related or not. But mm-hmm. um, I was uh, so I use Accessoride, like an e-hail, and I used that to be picked up from an appointment, and it wasn't that far away from where I live, and it was in the same borough. Mm-hmm. And so at first it looked like everything was going okay. And then I looked up from my phone and instead of staying in Manhattan, I was all the way out on a highway in Queens. Oh. And uh, it was really strange. And um, I was only supposed to go like 30 blocks in the city, you know. Yeah. And I asked the driver where we were going and he was pretending like he couldn't understand me and, or that he wouldn't know. But they have addresses and cross streets and boroughs when they're giving yeah. the info for the job. And um, I asked what borough, and I had to end up, it ends up being this whole big thing, and he wouldn't turn around at first, and then eventually I called Accessoride, and he did turn around. 
And I don't know if that's what did it. And I don't know what was going on. They think he had, like, criminal intent. So no. I don't know if that... No, it was just no. mistake. No, he, did, he didn't have criminal intent. He just wanted to keep upping the fare. That's what, that's what um, I'm hearing. But that has nothing to do with you're not sleeping. Oh, okay. So that's something else. It it has nothing to do with you're not sleeping. Uh, What you're not sleeping has to do with uh, what the collective has just been through. We have had five months or Mars went direct Mars went retrograde like in June or July of of 2018 of this year. Um, And then, and then we had Neptune go retrograde and then we had Venus go retrograde. And then as soon as, uh, and that put a tremendous strain on our relationships and he, and bringing them to the light of day to be healed. Um, And then we had Mercury retrograde, which went forward on the 6th. But Mercury is still in the shadow phase up until, you know, at least a week to two weeks after. So not until, you know, um, the 16th, the 18th, the 20th around there, does it fully go forward. So the collective, and I've heard from many people, have felt shocking absolutely shocking it's like all nothing left in the tank although they're exhausted from an emotional point of view uh, they can't sleep um and it's yeah uh, yeah i've been exhausted and then i'm looking forward to sleep yeah and you can't sleep and And you can't up until like five in the morning yes yeah and then what's what's often worse is you know you're you're seeing one two three four on the clock and then you know you finally (laughs) You finally get to sleep uh, and then, you know, maybe you have like two hours of just, you know, collapsing sleep. And then a lot of people have to get up for work or family duties or things like that. So, you know, I would I would say to Pete, I said, oh, I'm so happy I got three hours sleep last night where, you know, normally if we don't get our seven or eight hours sleep, it's just, you know, tragic. But I was happy to get like little sound bites here and there. But the posse of angels are yeah. saying, please don't take it personally, Stephanie. We have all, okay. we have all gone through this weariness. You know, it was so draining for us, June, July, August, September, October, November, you know, beginning of December with all of these planets in retrograde. We just, you know, anything that we did, even resting to fill up our tank was not enough before those planets uh, all got out of retrograde and all moved forward. So they're saying uh, now uh, things as December goes onward, things should get better incrementally for us. Let's go to the cards and see what comes out. Um, So now you can... Now you can take a deep breath and go, okay, I'm not going to take it personally, (laughs) you know. And it will pass. Because I was like, when is this going to end? You know, it's like... And yes, same here. I normally need seven hours of sleep, and I'm getting maybe five at the most. And yes, exactly. Which is why I think I'll be so tired that night, and then I can't sleep again. And it's, <laughs> I've never really experienced this before. So. Exactly, okay. exactly. So the first card that's coming out for us is the moon card. And the moon card is about things uh, being hidden and not revealed to us yet. Um we needed to be in that retrograde energy to, to take a really um, 
close look at our lives, our relationships, our health, all of these different things to bring them back into the alignment of unconditional love and forgiveness to finally empty out all the closets of those skeletons because of what's going to be coming to us in 2019. And we're going to need the energy. And we couldn't have any energies that were pulling on us indirectly. The next card that is coming out for you is the judgment card. So it's pretty important reading because you got two major arcana cards. This is the judgment card, which is about a new phase. And it's interesting because this fellow is sleeping here. <laughs> he's, he's sleeping on the bottom. So it's saying that things will get easier um, as as December rolls on and it'll be like a new phase that we'll be going into. And isn't this lovely? The, the three of cups which is the celebration card, celebrating that we're oh. going to once, once again be on an even keel and we'll have the energy to deal with, um, with anything uh, that is presented to us. So we are going to be feeling much, much better, Stephanie. So I'm so happy for your reading because you've clarified that for yourself and also for anybody else who was feeling weary. I'm going to go on to my next caller. I hope that's been helpful. Thank you. You're yes, very no, welcome. Take so care, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Let's go to our next caller. We have Ashley in Richmond. Ashley, you're on the line with Claire Candy Huff. How are you? Ashley, are you there? Hello, hello, hello. One more time. Ashley in Richmond, Virginia. Are you there? Hello? I can, I can hear something in the background. Oh, hi, this is Ashley. Oh, good. How are you? I'm good, Candy. How are you? I'm really well. What was your question today? Oh, let me see. Well, you know, I've been feeling antsy lately, and I'm getting over it, but I've also been on a trip, and I'm I'm getting ready to go home, and mm -hmm. I just want to know if there's anything I need to know for the transition from from trip to home, if there's anything else that, that, that they'd like to tell me. Okay. Well, um, they're saying when you go back, um, you are already anticipating um, uh, facing something that you uh, were dealing with before you went. Um, you mm -hmm. didn't take you didn't take this trip in order to escape or or run away, but it has been an in, a lovely diversion uh, from mm -hmm. what what was causing concern before you went. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. now that you're going back, uh, you know you will be picking up where you left off. Basically, um, they're saying that the really important thing is to keep blessing, keep blessing. Mm -hmm this, uh, see it as a blessing and not as a burden. Um, and mm -hmm. you do all that you possibly can to nurture yourself, nurture yourself. Mm -hmm. They're saying, they're saying through your diet, through your mm -hmm. thoughts, through all of those things. Um, and where we might be doing those things regularly, um, they're saying, go overboard, go overboard mm -hmm. 
in doing those things that really nurture you. Um, and if it does, mm-hmm. if it if it does reach, they're saying a fever pitch or get to that stage where it's overwhelming, then you really do mm-hmm. need to step out, um, step out of the experience and. Uh, you know, go into reflection, go into nature, spend time with animals, um, you know, all of those things uh, that, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, soothe our souls and, and bring us back to that peace. Um, So what Mm -hmm. you're, what you're picking up is a little bit of anxiety going back to uh, the Mm -hmm. concerns that, uh, that you had before you left um, because they Mm -hmm. didn't go away. Um, it's you that went mm-hmm. away and you've had this, uh, the, you know, uh, they're, they're showing me lovely diversions, you know, seeing, seeing people catching up with others. Um, and now you're going back and it's kind of like, okay, you know, I'm going back to face the concerns that I had before, but you're a little bit older and you're a little bit wiser and you don't have to give away as much of your energies because you'll be blessing. You'll be blessing the situation. Mm-hmm. Let's see the cards that come out. Um, They're saying things are going to be fine. Mm. Things are going to be fine. Um, As long as you, oh, this is interesting. As long as you keep your head above the water um, Mm. and you do that and you do this by really nurturing your soul. How about this? The first card is the death card. Mm. This is not only um, a a new beginning, it's an ending. It's an ending to, uh, maybe it's the ending to the way that you were feeling about it because Mm -hmm. you can't can't control anybody else. So it's an ending to that anxiety or that concern or frustration that you were feeling. Um, Mm -hmm. They're saying that the situation may not have changed, but you've changed tremendously over the of the time that you've been away mm-hmm. um, in your perception and your attitude towards it. Um, and there's, mm-hmm. and there's a new beginning around that. And Hey, you got two major uh, kind of cards and there's the star card. Mm. Keep wishing, keep wishing on that star and visualizing. Why are they saying visualize children? Mm. This Maybe your children. Visualize you with these children. They're saying, regardless of who the husband, uh, of who your husband or the father is, um, vi- hold that vision of you nurturing and reading and playing and interacting, wishing upon that star. I'm oh, just getting shivers all over, and. Oh, they're showing, they're showing you and a dog and the children dancing. Mm. Hold that vision because that is what you will be bringing to you in your future. Uh, your future could be tomorrow. Your future could be, you know, whenever. But uh, mm-hmm. they're saying wish upon that star and visualize your happy life with your children. Oh, isn't that wonderful? <laughs> I love, oh my gosh, and the next card is the wish card. Oh my gosh, what a beautiful reading. They're saying, put your emphasis, not on the anxiety or the concern, but on your wish and hold that wish in your heart because whatever we wish for in 2019, now that we're so clear and we've cleansed, 
and we've brought our relationships into alignment and we've brought our and we've forgiven and we hold unconditional love the rate of manifestation will increase even more so they're saying beloved ashley they're saying hold on to your wishes and put the emphasis on that and tell us Tell us what you wish, and it will probably entail you dancing with that dog and the children. So I hope that's been helpful for you. What a great reading. You got three, actually, you got two major arcana cards and the wish card. So I don't think you could have wished for anything better. Thank you, Candy. You're very welcome. Lots of love. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. And that wraps about that wraps the show up for today. Thank you to all my callers. Thank you to my many listeners and everyone who's recommended and referred the show. Do remember that Angel Healing House airs every week at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Transformation Talk Radio. And to uh, access my beautiful books, uh, Angels of Faith, One True Home, Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness, and also my autobiography, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, the autobiography of Angel Ariel. Please go to my website, which is angelhealinghouse.com or Amazon. And remember, everyone, to fashion an absolutely beautiful life for yourself, love and angel blessings and i do look so forward to speaking with you again next week take care everyone bye mm-hmm.